a little bit of a background in that sense. Uh, for several days, I thought and thought as to what to teach. And then you know, I was so excited yesterday morning when Pastor Dari started teaching and he said, oh, let's leave the finance to the experts. And till almost early this morning, I was still trying to decide on what to teach. And then it was like a pizzazz, light bulb going off. And you know, what came was, um, uh, I don't know, you could title it, trusting God concerning our finances or holding on to God concerning our finances. Um, okay, so if you join me, uh, let's open God's word to Proverbs and chapter three. Proverbs in chapter 3, KJV tells us, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not, lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Now we know the way um, message translation likes to, you know, squeeze in a bunch of verses and all of that. So I want to read from verse 5, which cuts across down to verse 12 in the message and then onto the um, Passion Translation of proverbs 3 message says trust god from the bottom of your heart don't try to figure out everything on your own listen for god's voice in everything you do everywhere you go he's the one who will keep you on track don't assume that you know it all run to god run from evil your body will glow with health your very bones will vibrate with life honor god with everything you own give him the first and the best your barns will burst, your wine vats will brim over. But don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving correction. It is a child he loves that God corrects. A father delights, a father's delight is behind all this. The passion says, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with him in whatever you do, and he will lead you wherever you go. Don't think for a moment that you know it all, for wisdom comes when you adore him with undivided devotion, and avoid everything that's wrong. Then you will find the healing refreshment your body and spirit long for. Glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your first fruits with every increase that comes to you. Then every dimension of your life will overflow with blessings from an uncontainable source of inner joy. My child, when the Lord speaks to you, never take, take his words lightly and never be upset when he corrects you. For the father's discipline comes only from his passionate love and pleasure for you. Even when it seems like his correction is harsh, it's still better than any father on earth gives to his child praise god you know we see from that scripture that you know god wants us to trust him not just in some areas not just concerning our families not just concerning uh, uh, our walk with him but even concerning our finances you know like brother gabriel said last week finance comes into literally every area of life is it how your children are going to go to school? Is it how you're going to even get to work? 
Is it the salary as it comes through at the end of the day, how to cut it across the different areas? Is it the next thing that you want to do in life? Whatever area that we want to do, even the next meal, you need money to buy the food stuff for it. We need to trust God concerning our finances. He wants to be able to lead us in every area. Just like that scripture says, that we should trust him. We shouldn't lean on our own understanding. He wants us to trust him, to acknowledge him. When we look at the way we want to go about our finances, he wants us to trust him, to be able to, to look at him and say, uh, uh, how do I go about getting this or that done? It's when we trust him concerning our finances all around that we'll be able to get the best of him. When we honor him, as that scripture further says, with our increase, with what we what comes in, with our substance, giving in his house, giving to people, he will certainly do his part. You know, there are times when we will worry. Uh, um, uh, if, if we turn over to uh, Philippians chapter 4, you know, there are times when worry will come. But the Bible doesn't tell us that we should, you know, sit down with the worry. What does the Bible tell us? The Bible tells us that in uh, uh, Philippians 4, that we should be careful for nothing. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we should make our request known unto God. And his peace, which passes all understanding, will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He expects us not to wallow in worry, not to wallow in anxiety, but to turn it over to him. You know, I remember uh, uh, there was this day uh, I believe that was last month. And, you know, I because of all this um, uh, uh, cash uh, uh, situation that was on ground, I, cur I, I currently do uh, part-time this, part-time that, and all of that. And, you know, even with work, things just didn't seem to be enough. And one day, you know, I just sat in my room. Uh, in between work, I came to my room to do something. I work from home. And in between work, I came to my room to do something. And, you know, I'd been looking to God, trusting God concerning finances. And I just looked and I said, Father God, I trust you for money. Sincerely. I just hand it all over to you and I trust you. And, you know, for the first time in a long time, I even put a figure to it. As little as 50,000. I declared it that day. That Father God, 50,000, that's, that, that's the minimum, and I'm going to trust you for it. I you know, I just gave thanks, spent a few minutes giving thanks concerning it, and I walked away. Do you know that I sat down at my work table the following day, and, you know, I just saw an alert come in, and I looked, and I was like, well, what is this? And I checked, and someone had sent me money. And it was more than the 50,000. And then I saw a message. And the message was coming from Australia. And I looked and I was like, uh -uh, who, how? And the person explained, and, you know, I just got down on my knees right there and then and I said, Father. And, you know, I made the extra determination that day. That when it came to finances, I was just going to hand it over to God. I had been... In the past, I've been the kind of person that <laughs> a little bit of financial issue here and I would be flustered. But that day, I just got determined. You know, anxieties will come concerning... It's still going to use that one today. Anxieties will come concerning uh, projects that we need to handle. You know, 
is it that you know there's a a, a an ongoing project concerning building or something and you know the land has been left fallow for a long while god expects us to bring these things to him he says trust him he's never left anyone stranded he will not start with you Praise God. He has never left anyone stranded. Anxiety will only leave you with more worries, more stress, <laughs> feeling bad and whatever. You know, we may have had structures in past where you, we may have had struggles in past where, you know, we may have felt like uh, 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 I trusted God but didn't things didn't turn out right. But sincerely, did you go back to those things to look at it that was your trust actually in God or maybe you were looking towards the next pain or maybe uh, uh, expectation that uh, uh, this or that person or that pro that uh, 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 contract that you had, you know, uh, 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 fulfilled so and so months ago and they said, okay, the payment would come at the end of April. Was that actually where your trust was? You know, like for, for, for me, for I, I remember that, you know, uh, some time ago, someone said, okay, uh, uh, I would get this done or that. I, you know, I, look, I held on to it and I waited and I waited and I waited. And it didn't come to pass as I went due. But I turned around and I said, no, no, no. That's not the way it's supposed to be. And I refuse to be anxious. I refuse to be worried. Because God says he will supply all of our need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You know, uh, um, if we go over to, uh, um, sorry, uh, uh, Psalm 23. You know, God says that, um, he's our shepherd that we shall not want. He makes us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside the still waters. He restores our souls. He leads us in the path of righteousness for his namesake. He's not, you, you know, uh, 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 if we look at the verse four, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Like Rev said when he was teaching last week, ups and downs will come. But even in the midst of those ups and downs, God wants us to trust him. He says that he will direct us. He says he's our shepherd. You know, a shepherd is one who leads and guides. You know, Brother Kofi was, was praying just now and he prayed that, you know, instructions will come concerning certain areas. God wants to instruct us even concerning our finances. We shouldn't just say, you know, I've prayed about it and leave it there. Are we holding on to that prayer that we have prayed? Do we have a scripture that we are running with? Confessions that we are making concerning those things? Are we allowing him to lead and guide us? He says he will direct us in the right way, the right path when we trust him concerning our finances. 
in those times of seeming lack, in the valley of the shadow of death. He is there. Uh, um, the, the, um, the Passion Translation, sorry, uh, uh, let me just open it, of that verse 4 says, um, the Passion Translation of that verse 4 says, even when your path takes me through the valley of, of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you already have. God has already conquered us. He doesn't expect us to walk in fear. He says that he has not given unto us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. He expects us to hold on to him. The latter part of that verse 4 in the Passion Translation says, Your authority is my strength and peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near. He wants us to, 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 to stay with him, to hold on to him, no matter what we may face, no matter what may come our way concerning uh, 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 our finances. Uh, um, uh, uh, the, 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 the psalmist also says in uh, Psalm 34, verse 10, the KJV says, the young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. The message translation says, young lions on the prowl get hungry, but God's seekers are full of God. How full of God are we when it comes to our declaration concerning our finances? Are we watching what we are saying? Are we watching what we are hearing? is our trust fully in him concerning our finances. We must be careful with what we are saying, with what we are hearing, with what we are thinking concerning our finances. We cannot just allow for things that, you know, are, are, are around us. You know, the, uh, the, the Passion Translation of Proverbs chapter 4, verse 25 says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead. Ignore life's distractions. Things will come. The fears will come. The worries will come. The attacks of anxiety will come. But the Bible says that he has given us his peace that passes all understanding. Isaiah 23 tells us that he will keep in perfect peace whose mind mind is stayed on him you know uh, 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 physics tells us that uh, uh, yeah I've not done anything in that direction in a very long time but you know it, it literally tells us through its laws that you know nothing ever went up that won't come down so those situations will come they will go but as they come in the midst of them when we come out on the other side of them we must trust God. We must hold on to God because he has said he will bring us out on top time and again. What are we saying? What are we doing? How are we holding on to God? Are we praising God even when those situations come? Are we, are we worshiping God in the midst of those seeming times of lack? The Bible tells us that we should hold fast to our profession of faith without wavering. 
even when the rain seems to be knocking at your door? Are we declaring what God's word says? Or are we looking at the fact that what we have in our bank accounts may not be enough to pay that rent? What are we saying? What are we doing? The Bible says in Romans chapter 10, for with the heart, the man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You know, uh, 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 Mark eleven twenty three. I was I, I was reading something uh, uh, somewhere uh, 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 a couple of days ago, and that Mark eleven twenty three that says, "For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but that believeth in those things which he saith, uh, uh, believeth, but shall believe that." that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. You know, uh, 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 what I was reading, the person said, you know, uh, 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 saying comes up three times in that verse. What are we saying? What are we saying on the back of our praying in the midst of trusting God? What are we saying? What we say counts per time. We must declare what we want to see. We must hold fast to our profession of faith without wavering. No matter the, the, the economic situation around us, we must hold on to our profession of faith. No matter what we are, are seeing in our homes, we can't start out with confessions and stop. No matter how heavy the things around us may be telling, we must persist in our declarations, in our trust of God. As we, are, as we say in our hearts that we are trusting God, we must continually declare it. That scripture says, uh, uh, whoever shall say to the mountain. It says that we believe those things that we say shall come to pass. It says we shall have whatever we say. You know, I tell people sometimes when I hear what people are saying, is that what, what you are saying? Is it what you are expecting to have? You know, we keep telling ourselves, ah, I don't know, I don't know. How will you know when you say, I don't know? How will you have when you say it is not enough? How will you be directed when the declarations are not in the line of, of, of of, of, of uh, uh, positive directions, trusting God for the next phase. You know, currently in, 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 in uh, uh, Okota, we are having a, a season of prayer focus. Where we're praying concerning the next level. I know I, I've seen, so I, I, I've been in the place of praying. I've been sensitive to some things. And you know, really, what are we actually saying, even we, we will pray concerning implementing some new things, going in certain directions, but what are the things that we say on the back of praying? We, we in that sense, tend to warp our trust. We are cutting it short when our declarations say otherwise. You know, uh, 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 even in trusting God concerning our finances. 
You know, there's the area of giving. We give through our 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 tithes. The Bible says in uh, 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 Malachi three that you know we should uh, 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 bring in the tithes and trust Him. You know the the uh, uh, the message translation of that of, of that verse ten says, "Bring your full tithe to the treasure uh, uh, to the temple treasury, so that there will be ample provisions in my temple. Test me in this and see if I don't open up heaven, it, open up heaven itself to you and pour out blessings beyond your wildest dreams." When we give to God, are we expecting in return? There's a part that we also have to play when we give. When we give in, in, in our homes, when we give to, to, to ministries, when we give to people in need, are we expectant? You know, Proverbs uh, 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 23, 18 talks about our expectations not coming short. Do we have expectations when we give? That's part of our trust. That's part of our trust. We can't say that we are trusting God concerning our finances and that we're not expectant when we give. I'm not saying that we should just go and sit down and just say, okay, I've given. Let's sit back and the things will come in. But our declarations in that line, money comes to me. Are we trusting God for money? Or like I said earlier, are we busy sitting down and saying that, oh, what is in the accounts is not enough? You know, the same way we can, uh, 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 in, in the place of, you know, trusting, we can, uh, um, we can be expectant, you know, our, our seed in that sense. Uh, sorry, our giving in that sense is our seed. It's our seed. So there must be an expectation. The farmer plants. And he's expectant as he goes every day to water that seed. Yeah, you know, like the bamboo or, 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 or which tree is it now? That takes a while to grow. We don't say that, oh, oh, I planted. I've given in God's house and then there's no return. No. We sit in that place of expectation. And we trust God for the harvest must surely come. Because our father does not fail. My brother, my sister, what are we saying concerning our finances when we give? What are we saying? Are we holding on to God? Are we expectant? The expectations of the righteous shall not be caught short. There is no part of the good book, the written word, God's word, the Holy Bible. That is not true. So when God says that he will supply all of our needs or he supplies, not that he will, that he supplies all of our need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. He says that he has blessed us with all. Everything has been made available for us. What are we saying? Going back to that Proverbs, Chapter 3. Our trust must be in God. Proverbs chapter 3. 
our trust must be in God. Message translation says, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Brother Kofi said it when he was praying. The instructions will come. Everywhere you go, he's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume you know it all. Run to God. Run to God, my brother, my sister. It says your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. He says we should honor him with everything we own. We should give him the first and the best. That our bands will burst. Our wine vats will brim over. And then of course, we should expect discipline. You know, like Sister IJ was saying last week. There are times when, you know, he, he wants to, you know, check us. When it comes to some things we want to do with our finances. In the place of trusting him. In the place of holding him. In the place of walking with him. That's when he can turn us away from those things. Through instructions. Through people that he can bring our way. But when, like the message translation says. But don't dear friend, resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child that God loves that he corrects. A father's delight is behind all this. Let's delight in God instructing us, in God showing us the way. My brother, my sister, let's hold on to God. Let's trust him. See, even if it's for 5,000, when we start small, you'll be surprised when you begin to hit, like Pastor Obao was saying when he was teaching, when you begin to hit those six figures, I can testify. I went from, you know, earning salary into, you know, looking for how to do the one day to the next. But like I said, I chose to begin to trust God concerning my finances. And from day to day, the work is progressing. Let's trust God as we honor him with his word day in, day out. He will do his part as we do our part. Praise God. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for this opportunity to hear your word once again. Thank you, Father, for as we trust you and lean not on our own understanding. You direct us. You lead us. You grow us in the area of our finances. And we are a blessing, not just to ourselves, but to our families, our homes, your house, our generation and generations to come. In Jesus' name, we give you praise and glory, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Let's enjoy our day. Bye-bye.